Life Podcast with host Andy Vasily. Humility will open more doors than arrogance ever will. Zig Ziglar. A quick discussion about leadership. Top-down leadership is not only outdated, it's also incredibly counterproductive in this day and age. It simply doesn't work as it once did. Yet many leaders still feel the need to direct and command from above. Perhaps when thinking about it, maybe it's self-imposed pressure, fear of looking incompetent, or the need to appear in complete control that causes these types of leaders to undervalue and push aside the importance of prioritizing people and relationships in their organization. You know, when I think about my own kind of journey in international education over the past 25 years, I've been lucky enough to work in five different countries, Japan, Azerbaijan, Cambodia, China, and now in Saudi. And I've been exposed to many different styles of leadership. I've seen great leaders. I've seen poor leaders. But I can say with certainty that the very best leaders definitely feel pressure. Without question, they want to succeed. And for sure, they want to be seen as competent within their role. They need to be competent. They want to make a difference. And they must make tough decisions. However, the key difference that distinguishes them apart from ineffective leaders is that they consistently focus on helping the people in their organizations feel purposeful, motivated, and energized. And they absolutely understand that doing so allows these people to show up as the best version of themselves possible and do great work for the organization, which, when you really think about it, is not only a win for the leader or leaders in the organization, but it's also a win for all of the people, all of the stakeholders in the organization. So it's a win-win for all. One of my favorite writers uh, who's been very influential in my life is Dr. Stephen Covey. He's an American writer, speaker, and leadership guru, and he once posed this question. How does humility manifest itself in leadership and life? He went on to share his thoughts about this question by saying, a humble person is more concerned about what is right than about being right, about acting on good ideas than having the ideas, about embracing new truth than defending an outdated position, about building the team than exalting self, and finally, It's about recognizing contribution than being recognized for making contribution. Stephen Covey's words are very thought-provoking for any leader who's striving to be their best self. Another one of my favorite writers is Simon Sinek. I've read everything of his, and I've watched so many of his videos. He's a British-American author and inspirational speaker, and he once shared a story that perfectly sums up the, the importance of humble leadership, and I'm going to share that story with you now. 
The story begins with the former Undersecretary of Defense for the United States, who was invited back-to-back years to give a speech at a huge conference in the U.S. someplace. And uh, as acting Undersecretary of Defense, he was flown in his first year. He was flown first class to the conference. He was picked up at the airport. He was brought to his hotel where somebody had already checked him in. So when he got to the hotel, he was able to go directly to his room, get himself tucked in and have a great sleep. And when he came down to the lobby the next morning, someone was there to greet him and bring him to the conference. And once at the conference, he was ushered through the back door directly into the green room where a hot cup of coffee was handed to him in a beautiful ceramic mug. He soon after gave his keynote speech to the audience of about a thousand, and after that, the royal treatment continued until the end of the conference. The following year, he was invited back to the conference to speak again. However, this time, he was no longer the Undersecretary of Defense. He didn't have as big of a speaking role either, but he was still, no doubt, uh, one of the featured speakers. As he was no longer the Undersecretary of Defense, he was flown economy class to the conference. He had to take a taxi to the hotel by himself and check himself in. And when he went down to the lobby in the morning, nobody was there to greet him. He then took another taxi to the conference and went through the main entrance of the building. He made his way backstage to get ready for his talk Rather than being handed a warm cup of coffee in a beautiful ceramic mug like the year before, he had to ask somebody where the coffee was. The person pointed to the coffee machine in the back of the room. And it was here that the former Undersecretary of Defense then went over to the coffee machine by himself and poured himself a cup of coffee in a styrofoam cup. Unexpectedly, he chose to share this story during his speech that he gave in the second year, and he did so to illustrate the point that the ceramic cup of coffee he had been given in the first year was never meant for him. It was meant only for the position that he held at the time. He went on to emphasize that as people gain positions of authority and seniority, they will be treated better. People will do them favors, give them things, be careful of what they say around them, hold doors open for them, and deliver hot cups of coffee or tea for them in beautiful ceramic mugs. However, this type of treatment and behavior is not meant for them personally. It's meant for the title they hold in the moment. And I wanted to share this story as a leader myself because it is very thought-provoking when it comes to thinking about our own role as leaders. So any leader listening to this, wherever you are, I hope that you have takeaway value from this story and that it helps you to reflect on your own leadership. And in the second year, the former Undersecretary of Defense shared the story to let every single leader in the audience know the importance of having humility and gratitude. 
and to clearly remember that every single one of them deserves nothing more than a cup of coffee in a styrofoam cup. They are no better than those who they serve. They may hold a position of power that allows them certain privileges, more pay, and other perks, but at the end of the day, their responsibility is to work alongside others. Humble leaders know that the world doesn't revolve around them and that they are there to serve, inspire, engage, and bring out the best in others. And I want to share the opening quote again from Zig Ziglar when he says, Humility will open more doors than arrogance ever will. So if you are a leader listening to this very short podcast, try to carve out some time to reflect on these questions. To what extent do you demonstrate humility and gratitude in your role as leader? To what extent do you prioritize people and relationships over end goals? To what extent are you able to juggle the fine balance between needing to control versus the importance of inspiring, engaging, and empowering those who you serve through your leadership? Without question, leadership is a very tough gig, but those who do it well understand and demonstrate the importance of humility and gratitude with consistency in their role. Not only that, but the leaders that have the biggest impact also seek very critical feedback. They're open to this feedback, they analyze it, they create action plans based on this feedback, and they are fully transparent with how they intend to move forward based on that feedback because they want to honor the time and energy that the people in the organization gave them in providing the important feedback needed for constant growth and learning. So again, I hope that this short podcast gets you thinking about your leadership and what you need to do or remember to continually improve in order to be your very best for those who you serve. Thanks for listening. Andy Vassily.